there. Before we start today's episode, we wanted to alert you to our new product of the week. Pow! Pow! Uh, we have started Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. Uh, Walt Place is a support group for women based on Facebook. And you can find out more about it uh, if you head over to weonlylookthin.com. Click on the link at the top of the page that says join our support group. We've got uh, lots more information there. Yeah, so join us if you want friendship, fellowship, and what what's another F that they could get? Fun. Fun. Yay. So, uh, so yeah, find out more. And here, uh, here now goes Now it's time our... to start the show. Now it's time to start the show. Pow. Hello, and welcome to a superstitious episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am Katherine Weigel. I have lost 150 pounds. This is part of my podcast, and it is also part of Donald Weigel's <laughs> podcast. Hello! Hello! I am Donald Weigel, and I am full of superstition. I, um, I feel like the like the best friend necklace, like it's part of my podcast and it's part of your podcast and it's like a friendship necklace where there's like two parts we're each wearing half of it yeah we're each wearing half half of, it. of the podcast we're half of the podcast but half he's of the podcast full I, of the inspiration yeah we're half of the podcast we're full of inspiration i am donald weigel and i've lost a little over 100 pounds and i'm here to tell you about it hooray guess what darling what this is our 80th episode 80? Welcome to the 80s, everybody. Actually, Vuvuzelas didn't uh, exist back then. What did exist exist in in the the 80s? 80s. Uh, There were headbands. There were. There were slap bracelets. Leg warmers, slap bracelets. We are going to wear a slap bracelet, headbands, leg warmers for the next 10 episodes. Pop your collar, because it's time for a Miami Vice episode of We Only Look Thin. We're going to listen to Flock of Seagulls. We're going to watch Remington Steel and the A-Team. Instead of uh, saying that we're inspirations, we're Smurfy. Yeah, Everything's Smurfy. Everything is Smurfy. <laughs> Catherine and I are Smurfy. 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 <laughs> that doesn't really. That doesn't. <laughs> we're going to talk about the facts of life. We're going to talk to you about Remington Steel. Different strokes. There are so many '80s things to talk about. So many things for the next ten episodes, including this one. I remember uh, when the '80s happened. At the time when I was wearing the neon and the acid washed things and the leg warmers, uh, when all of that was happening, when I had sun in in my hair. Yeah, uh, I am a a, a, a dark haired person. Orange hair, sun in hair was not a good look for me. But I remember even at the. Oh, t- I think you should let us be the judge of that. I, I want, think I have I a picture. Photos. Not, yeah, I not, want photos. Not good. Um. I uh, remember at the time thinking, these fashions will not repeat themselves. This really? is not something that anyone is going to go back oh to. Oh, my God. I was hardcore into it. The The whole Miami Vice, like, I bought somewhere where my parents bought for me a knockoff, like, super knockoff. It was probably $20, like, Don Johnson Miami Vice-style white jacket that I would wear over a T-shirt. And- I, I had a satin uh, jacket with, like, a Hawaiian print on it that I popped the collar, and I used oh. to go to Cotillion wearing it. I oh, thought I was man. really cool. I thought I looked completely... Like, I was going to say, I was going to swear. Rad. (laughs) (laughs) Completely rad. Yes, I looked completely. You don't say rad on this podcast. No. You can't do it. No, I was going to say. Tubular. I was going to say a swear, but I'm not going to do it. Uh, Yes, I looked totally tubular. (laughs) 
As so, if. <laughs> enough 80s talk, everyone. Let's get to it. We are going to have a tip of the week. Tow! And then we're going to talk about magical thinking, magic. which is what the superstition Do thing. Do you believe in magic? Came in, yes. Do you believe dream in magic? Dreamweaver. Yeah. Or was that the 70s? I don't know. I don't, I'm glad the 70s are behind I, us. Dreamweaver was the 70s, Nobody I liked the 70s. I think Do You Believe in Magic might have been the 80s? I don't know. It all runs together at a we certain point. We don't need point. to know. Yeah. Um, and uh, then we have a product of the week. Pow! It's a biggie. It's a big Product Stay of the week. tuned. Stay tuned. Could to the this end of the product episode. of the week change your life? Find out in about forty minutes. Yes, forty if we're lucky. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to we, ramble if we finally get to the point. So, uh, speaking of getting to the point, let's talk about our tip of the week. Cow. Cow. Tip of the week to you, darling. Tip of the week to you. I mean that in all sincerity. Tip of the Aww, week to you. Thank you. I don't know what that means. That's a know? heartfelt. Tip of the week. It is. So there there we are. Now let's move on. Uh, no, I, I guess I have to tell you the actual tip of the week. Yeah, you've got a little story to okay, tell. I have a story to tell. Tuck in, everybody, because here we go. Um, so the tip of the week is do not believe the interweb. No. Don't believe it. Except for us. You can believe everything you see at weonlylooksin.com. I, I always, I want to like, whenever I try to sell something like on uh, Craigslist or something, I want to be like, oh, here's a perfectly good blender that works. Definitely not haunted. Like I want to, <laughs> I want to like finish it all. Like because I think people are suspicious. Like Definitely why are you selling? Haunted. Why are you selling that like ninja, you know, bullet? mixer thing yeah and, and if i just you say was, it's definitely not haunted then that it legitimizes erases all it. doubts it, it erases all doubts about it being haunted i just always imagine like if someone is getting rid of something that right. it's got to be suspicious like right. what's wrong with it it's obviously broken like but saying it's not yeah, haunted no, I, I definitely like i prefer ebay uh listings where the person is like is saying why they're getting rid of the perfectly good thing yeah because uh, it doesn't make sense so we're going to tell you the story now that I told you I was going to tell you, and here it is. So uh, we're weight loss, um, weight loss moguls. We weight lose loss weight. moguls, weight loss tastemakers, tastemakers, internet influencers. Influencers. Um, the other day on Instagram, uh, I have a private uh, Instagram account, and we have the We Only Look Thin Instagram account. Um my private one is mostly. You must be rich to Instagram <laughs> accounts. The the private secret one is uh, is mostly pictures of coffee cups because that's my true <laughs> passion. Um, but I think I included a like back in the day a couple of uh, weight loss pictures before uh, we started. We only look thin. And uh, anyway, I was on Instagram the other day. Somebody tagged me, and I said, "Oh, I have been tagged. I will check that out." And it ended up being a uh, a page on Instagram called weight loss freaks and they had tagged a before and after picture of me and at first i thought oh maybe i'm an inspiration to someone yeah um, turns out that this uh, weight loss freaks instagram account had about fifty four thousand followers they had uh, a whole page of before and after photos with uh people tagged which legitimizes it they tagged me they must oh they're inspiring somebody that's nice Turns out they uh, were stealing people's Instagram photos, tagging them in their photos, and their link in their bio was a 21-day detox, like, lose all this weight, just like Catherine yeah, Weigel some, did. some scam shake thing. Yeah, and uh, they were selling a product and using my photo as their, like, see, be like her, lose weight fast, 10 pounds in two days. Um, and... 
I was upset about that. And I sent them a private message and said, please take my photo down and do not use it uh, to sell your janky product. And they said, oh, okay, we'll take it down. We're sorry for the inconvenience. No, I uh, I posted on the image, this is my photo, uh, please take it off. They blocked me. And they blocked they her. They blocked yeah. me. They blocked me from the account. So they still had the uh, at my Instagram name uh, on the photo, which legitimizes it, right? We have two accounts. So I, I went and viewed it as we only look thin. Uh, follow us on Instagram, we only look thin. Um, and they were using my photo <laughs> and they blocked me. And it it then dawned on me that all of the people who were, you know, the 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 400 pictures or so that they had on it were all fake before and after photos. Yeah, and it made it look like all of these people were using this detox to lose all of this weight instead of doing the work. Yeah. So um, I maybe two or three weeks ago you know, something like a weight loss transformation post came up and it was, hey, try this program. And I saw that people were tagged in it and I was like, oh, people are doing this fitness program and obviously it's being tagged. But now I fell victim to it myself. And so the the tip of the week is just because you see something on yeah. the interweb does not mean it is true. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's that old thing of if a product appears to be too good to be true, it probably is, especially with weight loss. A lot of people are out there selling snake oil and calling it a weight loss miracle. And maybe some of these things are good. Maybe some of these things have helped you, but just be careful and don't just assume that Every person that's been tagged out there, uh, especially in this day and age, boy, I sound old when I say this day and age, um, is legitimately using the product because it's very easy to steal Instagram photos and make it look as if the person is using your product. Yeah. And I mean, and uh, one suggestion would be to watermark your images. There are um, photo programs like Typerama, there's an app where you can actually watermark your images. And a lot of the photos were watermarked. So it looked like, oh, this is, you know, at Beverly losing weight is using this product. And they're just stealing photos. They're photo mining and they're blocking uh, people. So pay close attention. Don't just assume that uh, what you're seeing is what you're getting. Unlike us, we're trustworthy. We're we're definitely good people. Um <laughs> But we're not selling like a, a shake or a detox no. or whatever. So uh, just be very cautious. And uh, I must say, I got to give some shout outs because I uh, I posted to uh, the We Only Look Thin page and also to the Go Fit Yourself Facebook page, uh, Murderino subgroup, uh, <laughs> about like, and I, I was just posting it to be like, hey, watch out for stuff like this. And like the storm of support that I received from uh, the We Only Look Thin group and the Fit Yourself group, like I, there were like the last time I looked, like sixty people had commented on the photo saying, like, "Hey, you stole Catherine's photo. She would never use your product. Like, yeah, you're terrible people." It's really great. Like, I got super teary eyed and just so grateful for all of the support that I got there. So having having an army uh, back me up and uh, <laughs> it just like it, I felt really taken advantage of by the interweb. They messed with the wrong weight loss guru. They did, uh, but. 
the support that I received from uh, from these groups were just amazing. And uh, for any of you out there who are in the group who uh, who supported me and had my back, I just so appreciate that. It it uh, I felt really down that morning and really upset by it and taken advantage of. Um, but as Mister Rogers says, look for the helpers, and you guys were totally supportive and wonderful. And uh, I'm not gonna cry because I'm talking about Mister Rogers. <laughs> but thank you all so much. Uh, there's so many people to mention, but I, um, or too many people to mention, but anyway, I, I appreciate it. And, uh, question the interweb is the tip of the week. And that is your tip of the week. Tow, everybody. Uh, tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you. Now Donald. we're going to talk a little bit about magical thinking. We really need some sound effects. Like, I want to do, do that, like, dream. Like, do we have a harp around that we can do, like, blue, 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 blue? Yeah, blue. we just have a harp around. You know, around. as you do, yeah. a harp. Yeah, um, it's, it's under the bed. <laughs> there was, in the movie The Bishop's Wife, uh, back in the day, Mr. Cary Grant, uh, at one point he's playing the harp because he's yeah. supposed to be an angel, and they do, like, him sitting with oh, the harp, yeah, yeah. and then it does, like, a close-up of his fingers, Oh it's yeah, it's definitely not his totally fingers. Totally different hands. Totally stunt hands. <laughs> so we're stunt-handing this, uh, this episode, uh, but uh, we're talking about magical thinking. Donald. What is it? Well, magical thinking is essentially the belief that your thoughts have a um, have an effect on the real world, and um, it sort of manifests itself uh, most obviously in the world of sports. You know, people will be like, "I have to wear my lucky shirt. Um, I have to wear a particular socks, you know, pair of socks uh, for my team to win." And, you know, or people do these rituals where they'll, you know, they'll put their terrible towels on the back of their couch to because they believe it will actually influence a, the game. A terrible towel is a Pittsburgh Steeler thing. Uh, it's not terrible. It's not something you use to dry yourself <laughs> off with. It's just a towel you swing around at the stadium. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's all about no, that. That one's real, though. That one's real. Putting your terrible towel on the back of your couch for a game that actually works. That actually helps. Uh, no, and it it kind of um, it manifests itself uh, mostly in childhood. Like you you start to make these connections between you know I was wearing a blue shirt when X Y or Z event happened, so it must have been my shirt. Or I was thinking about apples when something good happened to me. So if I think about apples, then that good thing will happen again. Well, and on a, a larger scale, um, we, you know, as children, grownups lie to us. Oh, this is what, uh, before we uh, before we go any farther, if you have children who are listening to this episode, you might want, not, not because of the swears or yeah. uh, the rated R content, but just because we're going to talk about some uh, dispelling of childhood joy. Yeah, uh, yeah, so there's going to wanna... be some, uh, some things that maybe young kids might not be, uh, might not want to hear. Yeah, so uh, we'll give you a second. What should we talk about while people are getting their kids to why, go away? Why don't you tell them the definition of uh, magical thinking from Freud? Freud, I will. All right, let's assume all the kids are gone. Uh, now we can get honest, and we're going to – this isn't even about swearing or, or sexy stuff. It's just uh, just magic is what we're talking about. Uh, so Freud actually was one of the uh, the founders of the magical thinking idea, where magical thinking is a defense mechanism against feeling helpless. It helps us um, make stories around why certain things happen. Like, you know, when there was a meteor shower uh, 2,000 years ago, 3,000 years ago, people thought the gods were angry, and it was like there was a bigger story behind it. Yeah. And so we, we come up with ways to explain the unexplainable. And uh, 
house. This is where the kids aren't here, and this is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, so we grow up being told about the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and Hanukkah Harry and Kwanzaa Quinn. <laughs> I think <laughs> you I know. Made, I think I made that last one up. Uh, I'm not actually even sure if Hanukkah Harry's real. I just know it was the thing on Saturday well, Night Live. Well, an elf that came from a different planet yeah. and now and, and now lives, or from Melmac. He came yeah, from Melmac, Melmac and yeah. he now lives with the family for Everyone some reason. Everyone knows Alf came from Melmac. And he eats cats for and some reason. For some reason. Because they have cats on Melmac. Um, you know, so I think that we, and I have done it, I certainly have done it, I think that that when I became an adult, even if I didn't believe in those things anymore, I would still sort of pray to the weight loss fairy to just make me thin. And, you know, I've, I'm a good person. If you just made me thin, I would, I would promise to be healthy and move forward with a healthy attitude and eat well and not make the same mistakes that I'm making all the time now if you just would get me there. Yeah, and we're told as kids, you know, if you're, you know, you're on the good list or the bad list, the naughty list or the the good list, and we're we have this sort of fictionalized, you know, if you're good for the next 30 days, gifts will be imbued underneath uh, a tree. Yeah. And we it's wonderful it creates a magical time we you know it keeps us in check for a while you know we think we're gonna you know we're gonna be extra special good and eat all of our vegetables because we're gonna get a payoff fewer there there's probably hardly anyone out there who loves christmas time more than me and loves the whole season and and the whole thing um but you know, taking that to the point of believing that I can bargain with some weight loss fairy to make me thin is, is you know, is harmful in the end. Well, and as Donald was saying, you know, the we talking about the scale specifically, we bargain with ourselves for a whole week. I was good for four days out of seven. So that's like more good than bad. So I should be down on the scale. And it's math. It's not... Like you're not imbued by the weight fairy to be like you were mostly good this week, so you're gonna yeah. Be I down. would. I literally would be like you know maybe not out loud, but talking to the scale in my head, being like, "Come on, just give me this one." Like you know, let me get on the scale this week and see some progress. I am a good person. I I was I was good for three days this week. Like. I know that I that I ate whatever I wanted those other four days, but um, just please give me this one. And I swear that the following week I will do it, you know, all seven days if you just show me some weight loss progress. Well, and going back to uh, Freud and his defense mechanism against feeling helpless, I spent 41 years of my life feeling helpless regarding my weight regarding my life circumstance, regarding my job, regarding my emotions and my boundaries. I was a victim to all of it. And uh, being a passenger in my life and assuming that things were beyond my control was really dangerous. The I'm doomed, it's too late, I'm over 40, I'll never get this. All of those thoughts manifest themselves. Like if I believe it's too late, then I just believe it's too late and I don't realize I'm going up the scale because I ate six donuts, yeah. like, which is what I used to do. And then I would, I would just say it's not fair when in reality, I just didn't put the habits in place. Yeah. I mean, I did it for many, many years. And so I assume that many of you do the same thing is that that whole like, I, I believe I deserve this. So why can't I just have it? You know, if I could just be thin overnight, then I would, I would 
do the right thing moving forward. If I could just get there without having to do all the work, I would put in the work to stay there. And I I could not find this. I, I searched the internet. Maybe somebody out there can help. I remember these this story when I was younger. Ooh, um, I like this one. And I couldn't remember. I, I, I can't remember who the author was, but it was about a person who was given a magical guitar. And the magical guitar made them a fantastic player, but they didn't have the calluses that guitar players have, and they didn't have the training. And so... They played the guitar and they sounded great for a little while, but then it actually ruined their fingers and so they couldn't continue to play. And in the same story, a a person got a magical pair of ballet slippers and um, it made them a fantastic ballet dancer instantly, but they didn't have the stamina and the strength and it ruined their legs and... You know, and so they were given the gift of this dream, like I can be a you know fantastic ballet dancer, but their bodies actually couldn't handle the rigors of being a ballet dancer because they hadn't done the done the work, they hadn't trained. Well, and I think that that is a great that's a great analogy, Donald. Why? Thank very, you. I was very happy when you told me that. But it's that we want the end result without the effort it takes to get there. We we think that our lives will be perfect when we hit. A certain, you know, if if we just magically snap our fingers and we get what we want, but um, as as pretty much every TV show or movie or Christmas special has shown us, what we think we want usually isn't, you know, what it's cracked up to be in the end. Yeah, um, and, and look, if I had four years ago, if I had just been magically given my goal weight, if you know, if I had woken up and been in there like some sort of Tom Hanks in Big situation, which Donald um, hasn't seen by the way, <laughs> you don't have to shame me like that on the I think it's really podcast. funny to talk about things we haven't seen before. Um but if I just woke up and was magically there, I haven't put in the work and so I wouldn't know how to maintain that weight. I wouldn't be you know, I wouldn't have the habits in place. I wouldn't have have done all of the tracking and all of the meal prep. I wouldn't have done all the experimenting that I've done. I you know, I've essentially been training for the last three and a half years to maintain my weight. I've slowly been building the habits and slowly been putting in place the um, the methods to continue to keep the weight off. And if I had just magically been there, I wouldn't have known what to do and I would have gained it all back because I didn't have the, the habits and the practice in place. Well, and I think too, going back to that magical thinking of the like, please let the scale be in my favor today. Like, yeah. please, please, please. And that thinking that asking a higher power yeah and like for... your scale does not care like your scale just measures your weight it doesn't care that you've you know had a hard week or that you're stressed out or anything it just measures your yeah weight. what you that's des- all it does what you deserve or what you don't deserve and i think you know i definitely for years and and we do this you know some magical thinking can be healthy you know if if you believe that you're what was it you had like when you woke up and you were like four years old and you thought you were going to be fast? Oh yeah, I I was I was three years old and I turned four and I woke up and uh, this is one of my earliest childhood memories. I, I woke up on my fourth birthday and I thought, oh man, I'm four years old now. I must be significantly faster than I was when I was three. And I went outside and I ran as fast as I could and I think I convinced myself that yes, indeed, I was in fact faster now that I was four instead of three. Well, and I had like you know going back to the eighties. I had my kangaroo shoes. I had my, my, my zips. 
uh, the kangaroo shoes had like a little Velcro little thing and then a little them, pocket, yeah. which uh, you couldn't put anything in it. But, but it, it was, was just, so cool. You just uh, had a pocket. I wanted those kangaroo shoes. And but... then zips were like the fast shoes. And it's like you you look to this external thing to imbue you with power. And, you know, like suddenly I'm four. I've, I've crossed a threshold. Or, oh, I used to think new sneakers made me faster. Oh, yeah. No, they sure. do. They definitely no, do. No, it's still true. But yeah. it's, it's that fake force field, that Arizona force field of like right. – if I pass age 40, it's too late. If I'm suddenly age 13, suddenly I'm a grown-up. Yeah, there, we have an episode of this podcast called uh, Arizona Force Field or something Imaginary like that. Imaginary Arizona, Arizona Force Field. Uh, that's all about this topic. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to that, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, but um, we we tell ourselves that that there's this magical barrier that will happen when really it is about putting in the work. And you were talking earlier about about a job interview. Yeah, I was. Uh, so, and and Donald kind of said this a minute ago. But imagine your where you are right now, whatever weight you're you're at. Imagine the weight you want to be. So let's say, like f- for me, I have about eight more pounds that I want to lose. Okay, so imagine that you, your desired weight is your dream job that you there is a job posting on LinkedIn and it's your goal weight and you look at the job qualifications for your goal weight for your dream job and you are not qualified yeah for that dream job your dream your dream weight your your dream job is you need to pre-track your food you need activity every day. Yeah. You need ample sleep. You need water instead of sugary beverages. You need moderation on treats. You need to abstain from certain treats. All of those habits are the qualification for that job. Yeah, for you that need to weight. work all of these things into your life. You need to be able to do all of those things and you're just not qualified. You you haven't you don't have the experience. You don't have the the degree that's necessary for the job. You know, you don't have the the skills that the job posting is looking for. Well, and you know, going back to the, you know, bargaining with the higher power, if only I woke up tomorrow at my goal weight, I promise I would be good. I promise that I would maintain that weight. But you don't know how to do that. And those job qualifications, those habits are what you need to do to get there. And the reason we don't wake up with a dream job when we're, you know, we're, we're barely out of the mailroom is because we don't have the acumen. We don't have the the habits in place. We don't have the grit and the effort it takes to get there. And if I, just asking yourself right now, if you woke up tomorrow at your goal weight, how quickly would you go back to the weight you are right now? Because if you don't have the habits in place, if you don't have the skills in place, if you don't have the the grit and the uh, the repetition of boring habits in place, you are going to lose that job. You are going to lose that weight because it's not it's not a magical number. It's an effort number. Yeah. And look, even if it's not your dream job, chances are that the job you have now, chances are you 
didn't just wake up and were. Are you good talking at about it. a metaphorical job or an actual job? No, an actual job okay. that you have now. Uh, chances are that your actual job that you have right now, you you didn't just like graduate high school and you were suddenly good at it, or graduate college and you were suddenly good at it. Like you had to be trained at that job and you had to do it for years until you got to be as good as you are right now. You didn't just. Um, magically wake up and get it. But chances are, if you've been doing it for a long time, that you've gotten really good at it. But it took all of those years of practice and learning the job and being um, in it to really get good at it. Well, and you're not, you know, I remember, you know, when I first started working, there were some gaffes that I made in my job where people would be like, oh my gosh, Catherine, you can't do that. Like, oh, we don't do that in business. And it, it's embarrassing because, you know, we want to think that we've got it all together. Yeah. But it takes... Especially fresh out of college when I was that age. No, I remember, I mean, I know it's silly, but when I started working and I was like organizing files on the floor and my boss came over and was like, you cannot sit on the floor. Like you are not in, you know, you're not in high school. This is an actual business place and you've got to sit yeah, at a yeah, table yeah. if you're going to organize and it's embarrassing. Like you want to be great at it, but the the truth is, it takes practice. It takes uh, scientific experimentation in terms of your weight. Like what's going to work, what isn't going to work, what's your plan, and that dream job is not like wishing for it doesn't make it so. That dream weight, wishing for it doesn't make it so. It's not luck. It's not. Um, you know, fortune, it's not being good on the good list or the bad list. It's about boring habits day after day to get you there and earning your place at that weight. Uh, but here, and here's the thing, and here's the good news. Wait, there's good, but wait, yeah. there's more. The good news is that you, that you are capable of great things and you are capable of doing this. Um, think about all of the things that you've accomplished in your life that you, that, and that you're really good at now that at one point in time you were not good at and that you weren't able to do, but you put in the practice and you became good at it. Whether it's the job you have right now or some recreational activity or a musical instrument or, or being a parent or being a parent or even if it's playing video game, like when you first started, you couldn't do it and now you're a master. Think about all the things that you have been able to do that you were a disaster at at the beginning. Um, you can learn losing weight in the same fashion and eventually get there. Well, and I think, too, we can be jealous of someone else's assumed success. Like a, a friend of ours, uh, their daughter just graduated from an, a prestigious university. And I was like, oh, wow, those four years went by fast. You know, it's like I didn't have to do any of the work. Right, I like, right. oh, it sure does go fast when you don't do the work. But we see other people and we see their success. And we think that it's magic that suddenly they woke up one day and that they were capable and uh, and strong. And it turns out we don't see the effort that goes behind things. We don't see the effort behind the CEO, but, but behind the job that is, you know, out of our reach. We just see it as, wow, must be nice to have that. And there's actually um, someone in our accountability group who posted photos. Um, she's competing in uh, a fitness event and she looks amazing. I'm just going to say her name. Her name is Lee. Um, Hi, Lee. I won't, but anyway, she posted photos and she looks fantastic, like total goals. I don't even know why she's, uh, she thinks I'm an inspiration because she's like, <laughs> she's like way goals for me. And, uh, but I'm, I'm very grateful that she's part of the group. Um, but 
to the untrained eye, it just looks like a she's posting braggy photos of her amazing physique. And what we don't see is the two years of training that she has done to get in the physical shape that yeah. she's in and the weight that she's lost and the discipline and the sacrifice and the practice and the failure that she has gone through to get where she is. Well, and that goes for Catherine and I too. We didn't just wake up and suddenly know how to lose 100 pounds. It it took years and I'm still working on it. I'm still experimenting on it and still finding new ways to keep the weight off that I didn't know four years ago when I started. And, you know, more good news, nobody was more lost than Catherine and I were. Like, seriously, there was nobody who was even more clueless on how to do this. And But we figured it out. And if we can, you can too. He was a loser, and then he became a loser. Agreed. <laughs> exactly. Same word, used two ways. Um, and before we close it out, I also wanted to talk about kind of the flip side of magical thinking, which is believing that you are cursed. And that is the, the notion that you you've got some magical force out there working against you to keep you from achieving your weight loss goal. Oh my goodness, I just can't get it together because everything is conspiring against yeah, me. Yeah, I'm doomed. It's too late. Like that force field, I'm over 40. I found out, fun fact, uh, I'm reading a book about Mr. Rogers, yeah. Mr. Frederick Rogers. Um, he did not start... Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood until he was 41 years old. Wow. That like, seems unbelievable to me. Like, he, it just seems as though he was planted and then it just happened. Like, right. yada, yada, he grew up and now he's he's Mr. Rogers. But he was 41 before he hit that, like, magical milestone and all the effort. We don't see all of it, uh, all of what it took to become him. Yeah. We just think he was it. But 41, like... We still have time. I didn't start losing weight until I was 41. I'm basically Mr. Rogers. Yeah, and I was 45, 6, 7 yeah. in there. I, I don't remember. <laughs> I can't do math right now. Um, but, uh, you know, I used to think that I was cursed, that, that there was some magical force working against me. And really, it was just that I was not prioritizing my weight and not trying to, not really putting in the work that I needed to do to get it done. Stinking thinking, which we talked about on our recent episode. I was not Chopin. I was not getting it done. Um, and... I have since become a person who realizes that there is no weight loss curse. I just had to put in the, the work to do it. So um, on a on a final note, like, what do you do with all this information? Ask me that. What do you do with all this information? I'm so glad you asked. Oh. It's so organic. Yeah, I ask um, things. What I would ask you to do is, with all of this information, make a job description for the weight that you want to be Ooh, for the life like this. for the life that you want what are the qualifications for that weight what do you imagine that looks like and then compare that to the life you're leading today and then ask yourself what are you willing to do to get that job like are you willing if the job to, this is an actual job yeah the job requires 3 years of experience you need to know how to do word you need to know excel you need to be a people person you need uh, a master's degree you need you know qualification x um ooh that should, that sounds like really fancy qualification, qualification x. x ask yourself if you're willing to do the work that would get you that position are you willing to track your food 
are you willing to abstain from sweets in your house and only have them on occasions? Are you willing to get in 10 minutes of physical activity a day? Are you willing to set boundaries with, uh, with others to make yourself a priority? Because that's all it is. It's a, it's a job description for a job that you're either qualified for or you're not. And four years ago, I did not know that I would have this job. Yeah. Like I did not know that I would be an inspiration. Um, <laughs> but like I never dreamed I would have this job four years ago. No, all I knew was that I wasn't going to give up. And I think that is the first job qualification. Like you have got to believe that there is no finish line, that there is no end to this, and that your job is to improve your life, to grow old being able to move and to stand and to sit and to not, you know, take uh, take medications for myriad illnesses. Yeah. Like, this isn't about vanity. This is about securing your place, getting your tenure in health, because it is so worth it. And Absolutely. And and building up to it and deciding what you're willing to take on matters. And you matter and your your health matters. So um, we believe in you. We certainly do believe in you. And speaking of believing in you, I think that takes us to our product of the week. Pow! Pow, everybody. Um, I know that we, we teased this product of the week something like six or seven months yeah. ago, um, but it is really happening. We are getting ready. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this, but um, August 1st, 2019, we are officially launching Walt Place. We only look thin place. Yes, it is a private uh, subscription-based accountability group uh, based on Facebook. It is going to be women only. Uh, we've worked. Sorry, with, fellas. Sorry, my guys. Um, but guys, just don't participate. Like yeah. we have, we've had a uh, a free accountability group uh, that we've been running for about eighteen months. Something like um, that. And guys, just don't participate. Yeah, so, we've had a few guys in the group, and they just don't do anything. So. Um, Plus, you know, we really feel like it's a it's a safe space for women. I think that that you know, women get self-conscious about talking about their weight if there are guys around. And so I'm not even going to participate. This will be women only. It's all Catherine all the time. Um, So we are going to post about it uh, on Facebook and on our WeOnlyLookThin.com page. But basically, it's a private subscription-based, which means paid, um, accountability group with daily check-ins, uh, accountability, like habit posting, challenges, places to put your weight, your food check-ins. We've been hosting a group for the last 18 months, and it's become a safe place, a safe corner of the internet for people to share all of their lives while working on themselves. Whatever plan you're doing, it's not a um, you know, it's not a 21 day fix. It's not a meal plan. It's just a place to check in, be honest, be vulnerable, and be supported by women just like you. Yeah, there are women out there going through the exact same things that you are, and if you're struggling, they chances are they've struggled too. And you know, it's a place for you to help each other go through these things and learn from each other's experience and express your frustrations and not be judged by it. And, you know, Catherine is there to to answer questions and you've got 24-hour, seven-day-a-week access to the group and, um, you know, so that you don't have to wait 
for that weekly meeting, you know, in person to be able to do this, or you don't have to wait for your session with it, with your trainer. Um, it's there all the time. Yeah. And I'll, uh, I'll post more about it soon. And I know we've talked about it over the years, but I spent decades trying quick fixes and going to weight loss meetings, going to weight watchers and sitting in meetings silently as people were asking about point values for things, just wishing I had a place to find out about my secret eating and or to to talk about it and to really dive deep into the reasons we overeat. And Walt Place is a place to be really honest about your journey and be supported by other women. Um, we're going to do uh, live monthly videos, uh, video check-ins, webinars. Uh, we're going to do habit challenges, food challenges, uh, just lots of different things. So we'll, we'll post more about it um, on the Facebook page for We Only Look Thin. Yeah, I'll have a link in the show notes uh, to this. You can find out more on our Facebook page at We Only Look Thin. Uh, go to weonlylookthin.com. There'll be information there. Um, if you have questions, you can reach us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. And this won't be right for everyone, and we totally understand that. But if, uh, you know, we've been doing it for 18 months, and we have a group of amazing uh, women who are working on themselves, and it feels really great to have a safe space that's all your own uh, to work on yourself away from your family or judgmental coworkers. And uh, so, yeah, so join us at Walt Place. Uh, we'd love to have you. We would love to have you. Um, if you uh, would like to have more information about our show, you can uh, listen to all our episodes uh, wherever you found this one. Uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, you can listen on our website, weonlylookthin.com. You can find us on Instagram where we will not be selling detox teas. No, or we definitely will not. We will not. Uh, the, the photos are real and they're ours. And it's uh, Instagram at We Only Look Thin, Twitter at We Only Look Thin, Facebook, We Only Look Thin. All of those things. Oh, and we forgot to say POW! POW! That was your product of the week. POW! It has been a long time coming and we're super crazy excited. I don't want anyone to feel like they were ripped off by not getting that final POW in the episode. <laughs> Dear sir or madam, I did not receive my second pow. <laughs> I would love a strongly, strongly worded, worded letter. letter like that. <laughs> oh my God, that would be so good. It would. Um, so uh, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, if you uh, got something out of this and you uh, feel like somebody else in your life would get something out of it too, please uh, reach out and tell the person about the show. We really appreciate that. Um, if you could also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, we would we would really uh, genuinely appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, and, and we read every single one. Unfortunately, on Apple Podcasts, you can't um, respond to people's comments, um, but we've gotten so many amazing um, posts and we read every single one of them and we so appreciate all of the support because it uh, it definitely keeps us going in the in this crazy world of podcasting. so Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. So if you are trying to think about something magical in your life, just remember that Catherine and I are an inspiration Asian Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. 
you should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.